0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Here to See channel, another Here journal, Acts chapter 8. The Acts of the Apostles being the history of the early church. Here to See, focusing on pearls of wisdom, nuggets of knowledge, understanding the difficult and instructions for a better life. We are reading a chapter of Acts each day with a Here journal. Hear journaling is a method that many find edifying to their personal relationship with the Lord. Check out replicate.org to find out about hear journaling. Now, my journal for Acts chapter 8, but first let's listen and read the scripture.
1: Chapter 8 Saul was one of the witnesses, and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. Persecution Scatters the Believers A great wave of persecution began that day, sweeping over the church in Jerusalem. And all the believers, except the apostles, were scattered through the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some devout men came and buried Stephen with great mourning. But Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. Philip preaches in Samaria. But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims, and many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke of him as the Great One, the Power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. But now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there as soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, May your money be destroyed with you, for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts, for I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, that these terrible things you've said won't happen to me. After testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south, down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out, and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kendake, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, Do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, How can I? unless someone instructs me. And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So beginning with this same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself farther north at the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way, until he came to Caesarea.
0: That was fascinating, wasn't it? And a lot in Acts chapter 8. So, my highlight of Acts chapter 8, New Living Translation. A man named Simon had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke to him as the Great One, the power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. But now the people believed Philip's message of the good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began to follow Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed at the signs and the great miracles Philip performed. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers. They received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on the people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You can have no part in this. For your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. Pray the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed, for these terrible things you have said won't happen to me. Well, now the explanation. Simon evidently recited a sinner's prayer and was baptized, but his heart was not right with God. The Holy Spirit was not available to him because of his heart. His motives were for himself not a full repentance and acceptance of Jesus as Lord and Savior. He was full of bitter jealousy and held captive by sin. Peter told Sorcerer Simon to repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Now, the application. We too can fool ourselves into thinking that our hearts are right with God when we truly have not received Him as a Lord and Savior. We must do as Peter advised Sorcerer Simon. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Then as Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Now for the response, Lord, I am so thankful that you are truly my Lord and Savior. I pray for my whole house, all my generations, all my extended families and all their generations to truly know you as Lord and Savior. Now, how about you? Why don't you try here journaling? Don't be discouraged, give it a try. Comment below. Share your experiences. Have you read Acts chapter 8? Is Jesus really your Savior? Search your heart and read John chapter 3 to learn more about receiving Jesus as Savior and talk to God about it. Talk to Him about anything. He truly loves you. He really, really does. Keep seeking Him and see in chapter 9.